It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. We all seem to have that inner critic inside our heads. I have a committee, the itty-bitty shitty committee. You know what I mean, that nagging voice or voices in my case that knocks us down and drags us down the road of self-sabotage and self-neglect. A strong, positive sense of self-esteem is your first step to anything you wish to accomplish. Discover who you truly are, that gorgeous, talented, fabulous woman who deserves recognition and unconditional love. You know the most beautiful thing any woman can wear is confidence. Here on Confidence in Bloom with the Divas That Care Network, I, Tina Spolatini, speak with women living in their own self-confidence about who they truly are, how they found themselves, and how they care for themselves. Today I'm speaking with Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen Saganovich who goes by Ask Mary Ellen in most social media sites, is founder and director of the REAL Health Mindfulness Education Center. She teaches people how to be real or really enthusiastic about life. Mary Ellen's philosophy is based on loving yourself first, having fun, and enjoying life. Love conquers fear, and Mary Ellen not only teaches this philosophy, she lives it. Through her lifelong journey to find cures for her own health, Mary Ellen learned the truths she now teaches, speaks about, and writes. Her books, Healing Words, Life Lessons to Inspire, Truth, Taking Responsibility Unleashes True Healing, and True Lives have helped many people around the world. Mary Ellen has been featured on many podcasts, radio, and TV shows. She has been featured on Inspire Me Today, Women Will Save the World, Fun and Fit, Whole Woman Posts, The Wellness Journey, as well as many, many more. Welcome, Mary Ellen. Well, thank you so much for that tremendous introduction, Tina. And I got to say, I love the Divas that Care Network and Confidence in Bloom is such an important venue to begin that. I mean, you have to have confidence. You have to love yourself. Absolutely, and you know this. You, this is what you teach the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had to learn it because when I was growing up, I didn't have any confidence. Well, I looked like I had confidence, but like you know, fake it till you make it kind of thing. And yeah. of course, everybody, because you look a certain way, and that's why I teach people just by when you meet somebody, you cannot assume that just by what they look like, that they're not going through something. Because we all have our trials, our tribulations, and our challenges that we have to overcome in order to embrace loving ourselves totally and allow that confidence to bloom. That's so true. So, I mean, is there an easy way to answer the question, how do we do that? (laughs) Well, I have clients here, and, you know, when I was going through everything, you know, I didn't even know I didn't have self-confidence because 
I didn't have anyone. My I was diagnosed with epilepsy when I was six, and my family always told me all these negative things. And so I was like, what are you guys talking about? So I would just go out and do things anyway, which is what I teach people now. You know, you have to risk going forward. And it's not easy. You have to stop criticizing yourself. You have to stop scaring yourself about the future and just live in the now moment and quit carrying that negative past around with you. The past is past. It's gone. Learn from it and go forward. And I do have techniques that I use with my clients and I do teach people. And I found truth to be, and my books are all based on these truths. And truth is not a fact or opinion. It's something that will never change. And when you live in these truths, and they're not easy, and you can gain your self-confidence. Like one of the truths is what you see in another is in you. So when you look at someone else and you see someone that something that's great, you hug yourself and you're like, oh, God, thank you for showing that to me. And when you look at someone else and you see something that you really don't like, okay, and it doesn't just drop away. And the next day you're going, oh, I can't believe they were like that. Okay, what about that situation do you need to learn? Because the universe, God, is trying to show you something to learn from that situation. I love that because it's true, right? It's, it's opening up an opportunity for some more self-growth mm-hmm. and personal development. Exactly. Yeah, any, any kind of, I'm sorry, Tina, um, nope. any kind of failure you have, Never allow it to stop you. If I would let my failure stop me, oh, my gosh, I'd probably be in a wheelchair right now because I was diagnosed with MS, too. So, you know, I have always embraced everything as an opportunity for learning and knowing that God put this in my path, the universe put this in my path for me to learn from it, not to punish me. So I always look at it as, okay, what do I need to learn so I can go forward? When you allow it to keep you stuck and stop, then that light of love that you're supposed to shine on the world goes dimmer and dimmer and it goes out. And we need everybody's light of love to shine on our our world right now. <laughs> that is so true. And, and, and we all, every single mm-hmm. one of us have that. Mm-hmm. We all have that yes, light. And some of us are just like, some people just don't see it, you know, they don't feel it in themselves, but, and yet, you know, strangers can see that light shine. Oh, yes, definitely. And I'll, I will, you know, I taught middle school, 7th and 8th grade for about 15 years, and I, I always loved it. And I would always tell my students, you know, do what you love to do. When you go out there and you get a job, do what you love to do. And I'll ask that to my clients also because they'll say some of them are retired or whatever, and so they've lost their purpose for getting up in the morning. So I'll say, well, what do you love to do? You know, And they just have no clue because if you love what you're doing and you're passionate about it and you know in your knowings, in your core, if you could see me right now, I'm pointing to my core, my uh, solar plexus area then you always go forward. You'll never allow anything to stop you because you know in your purpose 
But that is what God wants you to do. I love that. That's great. I love that. Uh, so um, do you feel failure then is necessary to be successful? Well, not necessarily. Like I was just saying, failure is there for you to learn from. And, you know, people see other people that are successful and they don't see how many thousands of failures they had before that. I mean, I think Thomas Edison tried uh, thousands of different filaments before he found the correct filament for the light bulb. Oh, what if he had stopped? Or look at Christ. You know, what if he had stopped? I mean, he never failed, but you have to have that true, like I was saying, knowing in yourself. It's not just a belief, because your belief comes from your ego mind, your brain. And your belief always includes a doubt. But your knowings are connected to your higher power. They are connected to your passion. And if you have this knowingness inside of you, then you learn from your failures and you go forward. Oh, I yeah, that's yeah, that's a good way of explaining that. I like that. How many times do you think you've tried and failed at achieving the same goals in the past? <laughs> Too many times to count. I mean, I always knew, okay, I went to college, and when I went to college, I wanted to go in fashion design. Well, my mom said, well, I'm paying for it. You've got to go in education. You have to be a teacher. Okay, fine. I wasn't that blonde. I didn't want to pay for it myself, so I went to college. And I really enjoyed teaching. And, it, and actually, that's what I'm still doing today through the truths that I teach, through the truths that I write about. Because when I left teaching, I married um, my husband and I. have been married now 25 years. And I always knew I wanted to write a book. And I always thought it was about education so I could make the education system better. And I struggled with that. And if, you str- if you're out there and you're struggling with anything, okay, step back and ask yourself, is that really the way you need to go? Because the struggle is not required. When I finally sat down and listened to what God wanted me to do, and he started sending me these truths of the day, trust me, all three of my books I did not write. I heard them. And I know that sounds a little strange, but and I kept telling God, look, no, I can't write these. Look at me. I got glowing the dark blonde hair and long fingernails. And nobody's going to listen to me. And he said, why do you think you ever went, went through what you went through in your life? And I'm like, oh, thanks, you tell me now. And I started writing those, and then I start. Then I wrote my next book, Truth, Taking Responsibility, Unleashes True Healing, which led to Truth Lives. And I have a couple of more uh, out to go. And I just want to leave the world a little bit different than when I came, a little bit better than when I came. That's beautiful. So in your books, then, do you talk about your relationship with God? Not necessarily. The books are books of truth. Like healing words is just almost like little vignettes, all the way from awareness through to faith and forgiveness. And it's a beginning book for anyone on their spiritual journey or on their life journey, you could say. They are all Christian-based. Taking Responsibility Unleashes True Healing is a book of 366 daily truths 
to keep you going through the year. And like I just opened it to one, and it said, 100 says, when one door closes, take a moment to distance yourself. And then I write about that, and then I always end it with enjoy the day. And then truth lives is a little bit different in that it I'm trying to teach people a different way to think. So if I open it right now, I just flipped open to 38, and it says your health is your responsibility. And I speak about that. So it's, you know, they're similar, but these are all truths that you can just flip. You don't even have to read these books straight through. You can just open it and flip to a page. Read it and keep it with you all day as you go through your day and come back and reread it at night to see what you learned about you. Because your life journey is all about learning about you. It's not about anyone else. It's all about you learning to love yourself. Right. That is so true. And so, I mean, obviously, you know, when you open up your page and you read, you know, whatever it is you're looking for, your truth may be different mm-hmm. from one day to another. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, depending on where you are at that time. Yeah, but there are basically 12 universal truths that people can live by. And whether it's Wayne Dyer or Marion Williamson or Deepak Chopra and a lot of these people I've been um, blessed enough to study with, we're all saying the same thing. We're just saying it in different ways. Because I might say it one way and Alan Cohen might say it another way and a man might hear it from Alan Cohen better than he would have it hear it from me. But yet, like one of the truths is you're never upset for the reason you think. And people will go, no, I'm really upset. I said, no, you're not. It's usually, and the example I give when I'm speaking to an audience, is let's say a man goes into a job, and he's supposed to have a sales job. And his boss comes over, and he's yelling at him about sales numbers. Now, the guy can't yell back at his boss because he'll get fired. But he goes home, and he trips over a kid's toy. And all of a sudden, he lets his wife and his kids have it. Well, yeah, the toys shouldn't have been around the floor. Yet, what was the guy really upset about? He was really upset about having a hard day at work. So you're never upset for the reason you think. Isn't that the truth, though? You know, I Mm -hmm. think, well, anyone with kids can, you know, I'm sure 100% agree with me. You know, lots of times, well, all the time, it's always about something else, something that you're dealing with inside, and it's mm-hmm. just how you react to, you know, something on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mary Ellen, how mm-hmm. important are your goals? Oh, tremendously important. It is so important to get these truths out into the world right now. If you look at what's going on in the world, if people would really embrace these truths and you know, the Bible's a great book. Of course, and Miracles is a book that I've studied. And there are so many people trying to inspire people. And if we would begin inspiring each other every day, and if you're depressed, don't stay depressed. Go help someone else. Because if you get out and help someone else, you won't be depressed anymore because you're helping someone else. So ask yourself, how can you shine your light on the world? 
And my goals to get these truths around the world are extremely important. Um, not only to me, it, it's what God wants me to do. And it's my ministry to our world. I love that. I love that. Um, just out of curiosity, did you always have a really good relationship with God, or is that something that came later in life for you? No, I I always had a good relationship with God. Now, my mother was Catholic and my father was, I think, Baptist, so we only went to church on the holidays, and they fought a lot. My mom and dad I had a very dysfunctional household, and but I would always go outside into nature or into my bedroom, and I always knew I was surrounded by angels, and I could always feel God with me, surrounding me. Now, my aunt on my mother's side was almost a nun, and um, she did a lot of uh, growing with me religiously. And so I've always been a true believer, not just a believer, a knower in a higher power. Yeah, I was in a coma once and did cross over and go to the light, and God told me I had a lot of good to do yet, so... You know, the door closed and he sent me back. And it had been three days I'd been in a coma. But, you know, that experience began me on my spiritual journey. And then, of course, when I was diagnosed with MS in 1989, there were no medicines for it. So I began a spiritual journey to find alternative medicine, which I still use today. And my neurologist just shakes his head at me. He says, I don't know how you're doing it, but keep doing it. You know, so it's, you know, Everybody's journey is one step at a time. And if you will just stay now in this moment, you know, the past is past. The future hasn't come yet. Just stay now in this moment, enjoying life and have some fun every day. People don't know how to have fun anymore. And it's sad because we need to have fun. Good, clean fun. Because I'll have clients and I'll say, what do you do for fun? Fun? What's that? <laughs> like, okay. It's true. Where did we lose that? Where did we, like, where did we uh, drop off the fun aspect of our life and not ever pick it up again? I don't, I don't really know that. Well, it's sad because I personally think technology has a lot to do with it. And you can use technology for good. We're inspiring people, and that's wonderful. Yet you should still sit down for dinner together and talk to each other. Put the phones down. Turn them off from three to six and have conversations with other people. You know, sometimes I'll go out for coffee with a friend I haven't seen for a long time, and she'll get text after text after text, and I'm like, look, you know, if you don't want to talk to me, I have other things to do because I'm not going to sit there and waste my time. If you want to meet me for coffee, meet me for coffee. Right. I agree with you 100%. Too many people don't know how to love themselves. And I'll ask people, you know, and they'll say, oh, that's selfish. No, it's not selfish. What did Christ say? Christ said, Love your neighbor as yourself. How can you love your neighbor if you don't love yourself first? 
You have to love yourself first. You have to do something every day to take care of yourself, whether it's a bubble bath or a walk or whatever you love to do. And it's just so important to achieve any kind of health or success or any kind of life you want. You can create the life you want, okay? You want to change your life, change your thoughts, because your thoughts create your future life. That's right. Thoughts create actions. Actions create behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, I love that we're talking about having fun. Um, tell me some of the things that you do that are fun, that keep your the fun and the, the um, adventure in your life. Well, I like to go horseback riding. I like to go hang gliding. We have Lookout Mountain here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And don't think I'm crazy. I go tandem with an instructor, but I've gone up to 4,000 feet before up in the air. And you talk about being close to God. It is so wonderful and so beautiful. I go paddle boarding on the river. I used to take a yoga class on the paddle board. Yeah, I look for different experiences. I know I've been axe, axe throwing a couple of times. I wasn't very good at it, but it's a lot of fun. At least you tried it. You know, I look for different things to get out and try. I, I do want to jump out of an airplane, but my husband won't let me, so. <laughs> that, sounds, but, yeah, that sounds crazy. But there was a, a seg- they had a Segway tour. A Segway is this machine you ride. And I did those that a few times. And that was so much fun. I wanted to buy one, but we couldn't afford it. And, you know, anything you can find around you to experience. It might be a quilting class or a sewing class or crocheting. What do you like to do? You know, I like to do all these adventurous type things. I love to be in nature. Um, so and everybody can walk a nature trail. You know, and everybody can walk around their neighborhood. And even if you can't walk, just get outside and sit outside. Enjoy the outside. Enjoy the peace and quiet. Be quiet. Okay. I have, okay, so now I have another question about that. Okay, so we're talking mm-hmm. about having fun, and you're mm-hmm. saying to go out in nature and sit. So tell me the difference, or tell, maybe explain to me what your, like, what fun is. Because to me, like, when I'm having fun, I, that means I'm laughing, I'm dancing, you know, I'm mm-hmm. having a good time that way. Sitting outside mm-hmm. in nature isn't fun, but at the same time, I enjoy it. Well, fun is different for every single person, okay? And I agree with you. Like, uh, I love to dance. I love to sing. I like, I like to be crazy because and laughing and all that. That is fun. Yet, when I go outside and I've created like a Japanese garden in the front of my home, and I sit on one of the big rocks in there when it's a, a cool temperature. And I just sit there and listen and feel the peace and feel the nature. It brings a different sense of calmness. So that might not be... It brings you peace. It brings you healing energy. 
you get to look inside yourself instead of looking outside yourself. You look inside yourself and you ask God, what do I need to hear today? What do I need to do today? And all of a sudden you will you will hear because people will tell me, well, God doesn't speak to me. Yes, God does. He speaks to all of us all the time. It's just that you can't hear him when you're talking to. You have to be quiet in order to hear. Like most people in communication, they don't listen, thinking about what they want to say next to prove their point. So instead of listening to what the person's saying, the real meaning behind the word, they're thinking about what they're going to say. And that's not what I mean by sitting outside in nature. I mean truly sit down, take some deep cleansing breaths, and you don't have to stay long. It could be five minutes. It could be ten, whatever. And just be. Just be in that now moment. I love that. Does that make, does that make sense? It does. And it, exactly, <laughs> it's a form of self-care, right? I mean, it's looking after yeah. you first. Right, exactly. and when you do that, mm-hmm. and you have that little conversation with God, it, it's also mm-hmm. um, like it, it, it's also like a guidance for what you need to do and give to others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So one mm-hmm. last thing I want to ask you before we mm-hmm. um, sign off here: mm-hmm. when you and I spoke before today's podcast, we mm-hmm. we, we talked about. Um, conversation openers and you said everything starts with love I know that that we can talk for hours about this um, but give me um, you know like your a basic explanation of what that means well but when I talk about love I'm talking about unconditional love love with no expectations no motives and no judgments all healing begins when you begin to love yourself when you can get up in the morning and go in the bathroom and look in the mirror and go, good morning, Mary Ellen, I love you. And you would be astounded to know how long it took me to learn to do that for me. And I have, I've had six foot tall guys in my office go, I can't do that, and they'll just start crying. Loving yourself unconditionally means that you don't have... You do something for someone else without an expectation of them giving you something back, without a motive of, well, you know, if I do this for them, they'll do it for me, without a judgment of, well, you know, I want to help them because, you know, they have enough money already. No, uh uh-uh, you don't know that. Those are assumptions, and 99% of all assumptions are always false. But love, true unconditional love, is what Christ came to teach us. We're not listening. Oh, my gosh, that is so true. We are not listening. And in the last, what, three, four years, the entire Mm -hmm. world has been sent a message, and we are still not listening. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today, Mary Ellen. I know we could talk for so many more hours. There's so much that you can share with the world about how to be real and how to find and live our truth. Yeah, that's Thank why I have so my organization is Real Health 
because real stands for really enthusiastic about life because when you're really enthusiastic about life, guess what? You're happy, you're healthy, you love yourself. Everything is good and everything is peaceful. That's right. And when you love yourself, you can love the rest of the world. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, yes, we love having you. Yes, we'd we'd loved having you, and it was a great, great little chat, and I know that we could talk more. Um, Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at InfoBloomStyling or by email at tina at InfoBloomStyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.